what episode is this? Look, I'm all out of whack. We missed one episode and I'm in distress. Episode 19. Okay. See, it was supposed to be episode 20. I'm so disappointed. I'm so hurt. I'm so devastated. We only on episode 19. I was looking forward to 20. But nevertheless, welcome back to the Kate Dish Honey episode 19. We behind. I had to take a sick day. I am in distress. I've been in distress all week because I don't know if it's just allergies fucking up, sinuses. I don't know the difference really, but a bitch been sick like all week. This is the first day I feel decent, but I'm still super hoarse, super congested. So, child, I'm going to try my best to get through this. Y'all gonna have to excuse me. I know I sound like a goddamn truck driver, but the show must go on. I wasn't finna miss two episodes. So, we gonna try to do the best we can. This might be a short podcast today. I don't know. We'll see. But, nevertheless, episode 19, we here. It's a Thursday. Thank the Lord. Um, First of all, this wasn't even on my little list to talk about, but who the fuck shot our beloved Santana. Like, I was getting ready to record this. And then I seen the news. What? First off, I'm super happy that, you know, Santana is okay. Um, He was posting. They had videos of him at the scene. He walked away fine. But he did get shot. Him and I think it was two other guys in the car. And they shot up Santana. Who the fuck is shooting at Santana? Of all the niggas in Florida, y'all can shoot at y'all choose Santana. That's I'm disturbed. But nevertheless, I hope um Abu Santana, we just gonna send him well wishes and positive vibes and all that because the hate is fucking real. That man done came up, he doing his thing, and they tripping. Like niggas is really plotting on the the good sis Santana, I don't appreciate that. So, and prayers up to him, but I'm happy he all right. Um, Santana said, get me a band-aid and let's go. I know that's right. He was the fuck over it. If y'all ain't seen the video, it's all on Twitter, child. Everybody talking about the Santana video. But people was laughing and shit. I'm just happy he all right. Like, I'm happy that he was up and able to talk and talk shit after getting shot. Like, that's all that matters to me. So, shout out to him. Praying for a speedy recovery. We don't want Santana gone. That shit had me shook. I don't don't appreciate that. Because, um, we just lost Juice World. So, you know, that would have just been too much for social media to handle, honey. I ain't talked to y'all since Juice World died. That shit, it just had me a little shook. R.I.P. Juice World. It was just, it's just always shake you up when somebody that young in the industry just dies so suddenly. Like, he wasn't sick. He wasn't none of that. Just had a seizure at the airport and died. And then, you know, it's all the reports about. He swallowed Percocets to try to hide from the feds. Personally, I don't think that story to be true. I think he just swallowed Percocets because he takes Percocets. I don't think he swallowed a 
Percocets to try to hide them from the feds, especially when it was guns and a large quantity of weed that they was going to find. So, the fuck, like, that story just don't make sense. They're trying to paint it that he knew the feds was going to search him and his people when he got off the plane, so he swallowed all the Percocet pills. But they still had a lot of weed and a lot of guns on the plane, too, so she was going to swallow the guns, too, like... The logic don't make sense. I think he, if he did take Percocets, he took them for recreational use because that's allegedly what he liked to take. Well, not allegedly because he talked about it in his music, but nevertheless, child, you know when people die, everybody got a conspiracy theory about what the fuck going on. And I do think when people die suddenly, especially famous people, like people, especially fans, they just like looking for an answer. Like somebody had to do this or there had to be some type of blame, you know. And the fact of the matter is he overdosed. And it's just simple as that. And he talked a lot about like, you know, using the perks and shit to cope in his music. So it's it's still sad nevertheless. It's still sad. I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. Nobody was expecting it. I'm not a huge, like, super huge Juice World fan. But he got a couple songs I love. Particularly, All Girls Are The Same. I listen to that shit on repeat a couple times. That's my phone. That, I like Lucid Dreams. Um, I think he got a song with Young Thug that was on Young Thug album that just came out not too long ago. I think it's called Mannequin Challenge. Um, he got a song called Fine China from the joint mixtape he did with Future. So, he got some songs here and there sprinkled around that I like that make the playlist. Um, so, nevertheless, you know, rest in peace to him. It was just a lot going on. It, everybody had something to say. You know how it is when people die. So, his ex-girlfriend, Alexia Smith is her name. She, I guess, came forward and was like, you know, he was he tried to get clean, but he was addicted to Percocets. He took coke, ecstasy, all type of shit. But Percocet and lean was his favorite thing. That was like his go-to. And she was just saying, you know... He, uh, was, he, like, he would get physical with her when he was trying to get clean. It was so much shit. Then Joyner Lucas came out and pretty much bashed the whole drug culture. Said, you know, I blame you niggas who glorify the drugs and shit for his death. And then she Herbo responded and was like, that nigga's a clown. You don't know what the fuck he was going through. So... A lot of emotional ass tweets and shit, Instagram posts. I really wish we didn't have social media because, you know, sometimes when shit like this happens, I think everybody just needs to shut the fuck up. Like, everybody has an opinion. And some of the opinions may, may be right. Like, I didn't totally disagree with what Joyner Lucas was saying. Drug culture is glorified. I didn't totally disagree with what G. Herbo was saying when he said, you know, Jordan and Lucas don't know what a bitch be going through to lead them to take drugs. Like, I, I see it both ways. But 
it just be times like this. I just wish we didn't have social media. Like, everybody just needs to grieve how they grieve without putting the shit on social media. Because that just opens up a world of everybody having an opinion and bitches disagreeing with other people's opinion and doing all this arguing, all this back and forth. It's just a mess. Like, let the boy rest in peace. He gone now. So, whatever he did or didn't do, like, it can't it can't be fixed now. It's no going back in time. But I do want to know because we seeing this shit kind of often. Like, Lil Peep, I never heard a Lil Peep song in my life. But apparently he was popular. He was, like, in this same emo rap soundcloud genre like with juice world he died from an overdose and help the legend prince died from an overdose like it's so much but let's just stay on young rappers right now um why like the shit normal like popping pills drinking lean them is heavy ass drugs even doing coke the young niggas is talking about doing coke like the shit is super normalized now and I don't really know when the switch happened like when did it become cool to be snorting coke and popping pills and drinking lean I don't know first it was just like you know everybody smoking weed but now these young niggas they doing it all so and they rapping about it not that they doing it all but they putting the shit in the music and I think that's what Jordan Lucas was trying to say. But I think his timing was just a little off. And emotions were still very raw. But what he was trying to say is... When did it become cool to rap about snorting coke and popping pills and drinking lean? And shit like that. Amongst the young niggas. Like, when did that become cool? I Shit, I want to know too. Because... When I was coming up, like, in high school, if niggas in high school was doing coke, you was laming in a bitch. Like, I don't even know nobody in high school that was snorting coke and popping pills. Like, that shit was boring. All you did was smoke weed, and you'll have somebody older go to the liquor store with you, get a little bottle of Ciroc, a little bottle of Amsterdam, and you get told the hell up with your friends, but... Doing hard-ass drugs. Like, when I was in high school, that shit was lame. When I was fresh out of high school, that shit was lame. Now, that shit is glorified. Like, huh? I'm so, I'm so confused. Like, I, matter of fact, I just seen a nigga I went to high school with on Facebook, like, a couple months ago. Like, snorting coke on Facebook. I'm like, what the fuck? Bitch, you trying to fit in? Like, what the, what the fuck is going on here? Like, what is happening here? I never even seen cocaine in person, bitch. I don't even want it in my presence. Same with pills. Like, I don't know. It's it's a lot. And somewhere, it has been, like, made okay. And I just want to know why. But I think, like, oh, my God. So I feel like this music industry, and I, I feel like I'm about to go off on a tangent, so I'm going to try to make it short. But I really do feel like the music industry is signing a lot of these kids 
who have mental health issues already. They have addicted like addictions already. So then you signing them, giving them five million dollar advances, and sending them on their fucking way. And you're marketing them based off of the drug usage. Did that make sense? Like, I feel like these labels is doing a piss-poor-ass job of getting their artists in rehab. Getting their artists some type of, of help. Like, something. Like, why the fuck would you give an addict a couple million dollars? What the fuck you think they're going to do with it? Without any type of guidance on, like, getting their addictions under control. I really don't think they do that. I feel like these big labels and corporations, really, they make money off of the shit. Because the drug culture is marketable as fuck. They marketing it to, like, the emo crowd or the depressed crowd who can, quote-unquote, relate. Like, they're, that's what it is. They're marketing these artists as relatable to people who are also battling depression mental illness addiction whatever instead of like really doubling down and trying to get these folks some goddamn help like if you really care about your artist i would think like okay my nigga we gonna send you on the road but we gonna put you in rehab first we gonna have you a um not a babysitter what's that person that like accompanies people on the road when they battling addictions i can't remember what it's called but like, the people who will stay with artists and kind of, like, you know, make sure ain't no drugs around, ain't no lick around, shit like that. I don't know if that's a reach. I don't know if that's possible. But I feel like if you can get somebody $5 million, then that's feasible, right? I don't know. But R.I.P. to him, it was, oh, my God, it was so much. They they were saying, like, the pilot from the private jet had notified the airport and the feds that, you know, Juice World and his entourage had guns and weed and drugs and all type of shit. So the feds was basically waiting on them when they got there. And that's what made Juice World fall the pills. Quick synopsis. If y'all is listening to me and don't know what the fuck I'm talking about with Juice World, So, yeah, man. It was just sad. Like, so young. He just turned 21. I just... Like, he haven't even gotten an opportunity to enjoy the fruit of his labor like oh it's it just makes me sad it's so sickening to see some shit like that like aside from what he was if he did use drugs or whatever the case may be whatever the fact is a 21 year old died a 21 year old who was on top of the world getting money large fan base like everybody loved this man he got so much love and he gone you know, so it's like the world is not going to get anything else from him. It's sad, man. It's in like in one of his songs, I think it was Legends that everybody was focusing on where he said, you know, he not going to make it past 21. And he talked about Triple X and Lil Peep. And yeah, like he hit 21 and I, that shit is, is wild to me. Like I just, my heart hurts for him. So Rest in peace to him, man, and just press his family, his fans, like, his fans, people don't understand, like, fans go through it damn near like the family, like, when you're a 
a hardcore fan of somebody and they passed away, you mourn hard. Like, because that was your person. Music is so fucking powerful. Like, oh my God. Y'all know how I feel about Jeezy. If Jeezy died, I don't think I could go to work. I think I would be distraught, like, in a state of mourning that would last for years on top of years on top of years. Fans really go through that shit when they, like, their artists that they really love dies. Because think about it, like, if you're a music person like me, I listen to music all day long. So, you listen to this person, music, they, like, music is very emotion, thought, like, provoking. That shit can conjure up emotions and you ain't even know you had. You can be listening to a song and you, like, will burst out in tears because it'll remind you of somebody or to remind you of something, you know? So music is super powerful in that way. So a lot of these fans look to these artists to get them through a lot of tough situations and a lot of heartbreaks and depression and everything. And so, you know... For him to die in the type of fan base that he has, that shit was tough. Like, people was, I was just reading all the tweets, and oh my God, people was really going through it, like real tears, real raw emotions, just expressing how Juice World music got them through dark-ass times, like wanting to kill themselves, battling addiction. His music really, 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 got them out the shit that shit is wild to me people don't people don't understand so I I totally get it and you know I just just pray for everybody who leaned on him for that so okay that's our sad shit for today we ain't talking about nothing else sad now we finna talk shit cause I don't wanna be sad our podcast Lizzo with her ass at at the lake again <laughs> Why did this girl get y'all so in distress? Oh my gosh. So what? Like, this shit, listen, it's been think pieces, podcasts, shit. I'm talking about it on my podcast. Like, everybody is talking about Lizzo with her ass out. Let the girl have her fucking ass out. What is the big deal? Everybody's like, oh, the children, the children. Child, y'all children watch worse shit on they damn smartphones. Stop it. Y'all children see fucking thong bikinis all out at the beach, at the pool. What else? Y'all children is on YouTube looking up all type of shit. Like, worry about your household first. First and foremost, let's let's look at them goddamn internet histories that your kids is looking at on these tablets and these phones first. Y'all talking about some guy. She exposed herself to the kids. Y'all don't get the fuck. Because she had her ass out. It be kids at award shows watching performances with their celebrity-ass parents. Bitches be on stage with their ass out. Kids watch movies where bitches got their ass out. Like, stop it. Stop it. Leave that girl alone. Y'all don't like Lizzo because she fat and loud. That's the fucking problem. Y'all want her to be fat and quiet. But this this is shit that really get me about Lizzo. Lizzo is like inclusion 
personified. She is literally every fucking thing that y'all said the industry needed. Oh, it's only light-skinned, thin women at the top. Okay, so we got a fat, brown-skinned, talented motherfucker in here. Not everybody in distress. Now, all of a sudden, she too fat and too loud and just too everything. Like, it's no pleasing, y'all. It's not pleasing, y'all. When when all we had was, like, lighter-skinned girls in the industry, like, taking over thin, um, fit, you know, y'all had a problem with that. Then y'all get what y'all claim y'all want. And now it's further a problem. Child, that shit ain't had nothing to do about Lizzo with her ass out. Anybody could have had their ass out if... Oh, oh God. I'm so I'm really sick of this conversation, but I ain't never talk about it on my podcast, so that's the only reason why I'm talking about it. But I really do think if it was, like, somebody, like, skinnier or whatever with their ass out, y'all wouldn't have had a problem. I think the fact that Lizzo is just so loud-witted and live and just like, bitch, I'm going to do what I want. Y'all have a problem. And it shouldn't even be no problem. Like, child, so wet. I personally didn't like the outfit. I thought, but I thought it was a joke. When I seen it, I just thought it was a joke. I I knew that it was meant to be funny. Y'all took it like she was trying to give high fashion. No, bitch, it was a parody. She was telling y'all motherfuckers to kiss her ass, really. And I stand. Y'all should kiss her ass. Like, every time I open up one of these apps, y'all got so much to say about them Lizzo. Y'all drag this girl for literally no reason. She can sing, she can rap, she can play all type of instruments, she can dance. Leave this damn girl alone. Leave her alone. That's why she did it. I don't think Lizzo did the shit to be cute. I think she did it to tell y'all to kiss her motherfucking ass and she gonna do what she wanna do. Because she's always in the news. Just say y'all don't like her. Just say y'all don't like her. Y'all want, like, the fat girls to be quiet. (laughs) Like, no, she's not gonna be quiet. Leave her the fuck alone. Y'all got something to say about her performances, the clothes she wear, everything. Child, please. If I was Lizzo, I'd be on the same shit. Y'all is going to kiss my ass. She's rich as fuck. She's pretty as fuck. She's talented as fuck. She can do what she want to do. And she's getting all of her things. All of the awards. All of it. She was just named some sort of person of the year or some shit by one of them big magazines. Child, y'all better get Lizzo her motherfucking things, honey. I'm not mad at Lizzo. Honestly, I thought the outfit was ugly, but I think it was supposed to be ugly. Like, I just think y'all took it wrong. Um, okay. Oh, and another thing. Y'all say she's not black enough. See, that's that's why I can't get... That's why you cannot please everybody. Social media, okay, y'all say, you know what I'm saying, you need a big girl. Big girls don't get no love, da-da-da. Y'all get a big girl. And now, all of a sudden, she's not black enough. She's too poppy to win certain awards. Stop it. Talent is talent, my nigga. Like... Leave that damn girl alone. The black community needs to embrace Lizzo a little bit more. Leave her the fuck alone. Okay, that's all I had to say on that. Brother Nature got beat up. Um, hmm, I don't really got shit to say. He got his ass beat. Uh, allegedly, people was recording him. He went to confront them about recording him. 
and he got his ass beat shit that's like that's really it but I do think I don't think he was wrong for um confronting people about recording him if that's what was going on I don't know being a celebrity gotta be hard man cause you like you're expected to get used to bitches just recording you or taking pictures of you that's weird like no matter what as a regular person, if you sit in a damn Waffle House and somebody start recording you, that would be weird. So, I would imagine as a celebrity, it's still weird. But celebrities are supposed to take it. And he, I mean, is he a celebrity? Is Brother Nature? I would call him a social media influencer at this point. But, I don't think he was wrong for like confronting them, asking them, you know, could you please not record me? I don't know the nature of the whole conversation, so I can't really speak to it, but if that's what happened, I don't think it should have escalated into, like, a fight, like a full-on him getting his ass beat on camera. Try that with a bit much. I don't know. But, yeah, man, that's all I got to say on <laughs> Brother Nature. You say I ain't really got shit to say. I'm getting back in the game. Like, I told y'all I was sick. And my topics today, I just... It was nothing, like, super interesting to talk about. But I do want to talk about this Beyonce interview. I feel her. Beyonce said, get off her ovaries. Because <laughs> people keep... You know, every time they drop a, a picture of Beyonce and she look a little pudgy or whatever the case may be, they say she's girl pregnant. She told Elle, get the fuck off her ovaries. And I stand. They was trying to figure out what her Snapchat was. Mama was not giving it up. I love how Beyonce fucking moves. I love how she is able to just be in this industry the way she is like I and I hate to keep comparing but I really feel like if more people male and female took a page out of the Beyonce book on privacy on like how she navigates through social media a lot of careers would be different and I truly truly believe that like Beyonce don't put shit on social media that's not gonna make her no money I feel like she dropped the images from the Ivy Park um shoot and all that that was super dope just yeah people just they need to take notes like and I'm sure that must get exhausting in the industry being compared to Beyonce (laughs) but it's true like Beyonce, when she does, interviews are always iconic, just like this one. When she does a concert or album or anything, it's just always next level shit. Because, and I really think a lot of it has to do with her not announcing shit. She just do it. Like, I really, I know every artist can't be like that. Every artist is not that powerful of a star to where they can just drop their shit and it's good. Some artists do need... Did you just hear me say artists? Some artists need publicity. They need that. That's just how they move. That's how they get their coin. I get it. But it's like the other shit that artists put out there, like their personal business. I think that hinders a lot of the business. When artists start putting a lot of their personal shit out there. 
see Beyonce don't do that. She get y'all what she wants y'all to see. She gave y'all a glimpse of the twins in the Homecoming documentary. But she was getting paid for that. It's like Beyonce don't make moves unless it's beneficial to Beyonce. I fuck with that. Even down to social media. Like every single move this lady makes is strategy. I wish more people would move like that. I personally do not think artists should tell all their business and just put certain shit on social media. I don't think they owe artists owe that to their fans. I don't. They always say, oh, I'm going to be transparent with the fans. Be transparent in the music. Fans ultimately want to hear the music. A lot of fans do want to get all up in their faves, personalized, whatever the case may be. But celebrities, y'all don't owe us shit. Y'all don't owe us explanations when y'all cheat on y'all damn wives and husbands. Y'all don't owe us explanations when y'all get a divorce or y'all break up. Like, y'all don't owe us none of that. Put that shit in the music. We're here. But some artists just feel like they got to put everything on Instagram. Everything on Twitter. Like, ugh, it's exhausting. But then, they will get so injured when bitches comment on it. All y'all bitches got something to say. We wouldn't have shit to say if we did not know. I miss I, I miss magazine days. I'm telling you, I miss when, like, magazines was the shit. Because you'll get, you'll get a magazine. It'll have an artist interview in there. You won't know nothing other than what is said in that interview. That's it. That's it. And anything going on in their personal life, we don't know it, we don't see it, we only know whatever they're telling us in this damn interview. Social media be too much sometimes. Y'all be putting damn think pieces and explanations up and sis, we good. Like, explain it to us when an album drops. Like, that's all we need. We just need the shit to get us through. We need the content. That's it. I just, uh, I love that Beyonce L interview. She, I wish it was recorded. Because I would have liked to see, like, her answer questions, her body language. But just from reading it, it just seems like she's in such a good and positive and spirited place. Now, on the flip side, though, Michelle Williams, uh, mama seemed like she's been struggling ever since she left that goddamn white man. Listen, I don't know what it is and I'm sure she was struggling before him but I really feel like that damn white man that she was engaged to just sucked a lot of life out of her I really do because if y'all remember they had that little reality show about their relationship and I'm so glad that shit ended like I'm never for couples breaking up but bitch I'm so happy Michelle pumped the brakes with that damn white man. I'm so happy she did not marry his ass. Any motherfucker. Who will use. Your. Mental illness. Or. Physical. Um, issues. Or anything like that. Against you. When he get mad. That bitch is not for you. I don't give a fuck. How mad. You get. You should never bring up this girl mental illness and throw that shit in her face. I was off his ass after that. Chad, I think that's his name. Michelle and Chad. I think that's what the show's called. 
I think his name was Chad, and I think he was a pastor. I really couldn't get into the show because I just didn't like his ass. I love Michelle, but I didn't like how his ass was moving. I didn't like how he talked to her. I didn't like how he, like, he said something about, oh, you must didn't take your meds today, or some shit like that. Like, how fucking demeaning when you know this lady is out here dealing with all type of mental illness shit. Like, huh? What the fuck is wrong with you? Who does shit like that? No. I knew that man was not for her. Like, it was hard to watch. That shit was cringy. Because you don't do that. You just don't do that. I'm a firm believer. If a motherfucker can throw up, like, your darkest struggles when they mad, that's how them bitches really feel. And you need to take heed to that and get the fuck. And I'm so happy that's exactly what she did. She was on, um... Oh, what is that show that had the singers, like, in costumes? You got to guess. Is it called The Masked Singer? I think that's what it is. But anyway, she was on there not too long ago. Stunning. I mean, looking fucking stunning. And after that, she came out and she was just like, you know, she wasn't in the best space when she was doing that. And she just really opened up and was, you know, saying that she just really wanted to get her confidence back and... She said that, you know, during her time in Destiny's Child, and this is true, how people was just saying that she was the weakest, she wasn't as good of a singer, dragging the girl. If you've been a Destiny's Child fan for, like, since the beginning, then you know that that is absolutely fucking accurate. They went and got, when I say they, I mean Matthew. Matthew went and got a singer, Michelle, who was not... She didn't have, like, the super strong Kelly and Beyonce vocals. She had more of, like, a soft, raspy, kind of sexy voice. But she did bring a lot of substance to Destiny's Child. She brought a different sound. She wasn't loud and, you know, a lot of bass. She, It was very, like, kind of that Fantasia sound I don't know what it's called but that's what Michelle gave to Destiny's Child but for years people dragged Michelle she you know she wasn't as strong of a singer she's not as strong of a dancer like they really dragged that girl and she just opened up and said you know that shit took a toll on her and that's fucked up and I I long suspected that it did but you know, I like my celebrities to be private. So, she ain't say nothing about it. So, I'm like, okay, well, you know, she dealing with it. But now, in recent years, she's just been more open with her struggles with, like, mental illness and depression and shit like that. And I, I get it. I can't imagine being next to fucking Kelly Rowland and Beyonce Knowles. In this mega group, Destiny's Child was like a household name. And you're the new girl in the group. You're not, you know, uh, like your voice is not as, it doesn't come across as powerful as theirs. Because a lot of time I couldn't tell Kelly Rowland and Beyonce apart. Like they have strong 
similar sounds in a lot of their songs. And I just really couldn't tell, like, who was singing at the time. So you throw in a Michelle who, that's not her. She could sing. We'll never say she can't sing. The bitch can sing. But vocally, she just, you know, it's not like them. And that's okay. And that's why she was put in the group because she didn't sound like Kelly or Mich- or uh, Beyonce. She was different. Her voice was different. It sounded different. So I think that's why they put her in the group. But, you know, just, just to hear that all these years people been calling her trash and, you know, talking about her looks and she not as curvy, she can't sing as good, she can't dance as good. That has to take a toll on you. It has to. And I, I feel bad for her. I do. I I hate to see somebody so beautiful and so talented struggling because we think she's beautiful. We think she's talented and all these things, but she don't see it for herself. And at the end of the day, like, that's all that matters. If you don't think that you the baddest bitch out here that you pretty and you talented and you got all these good qualities about you, then it really don't matter what nobody else thinks because you have to live with the shit every day. You know, so we gotta send we gotta send love and light to Michelle. I felt sad when I, you know, read that that that's how she was feeling. Um I wonder like what's her relationship with Beyonce and Kelly these days? Like, I often wonder, are they close? Do they talk? Like, are those really still her homegirls? Or was that kind of like a working relationship? I've always wondered that. Because, I mean, and I don't expect Beyonce to do anything. But I just, I often wondered if Kelly and Beyonce, like, really made Michelle feel... Um, like she was important to the group or after the group split did you know was they still homegirls like I don't know I often wonder about that when on like on the show when they all talk in oh, wait I'm getting all over the place so on the reality show Michelle made it seem like they were super cool and when Beyonce and Kelly speak about Michelle like they always make it seem like they're super cool so I hope they embrace the good sis Michelle Cause she needs it. I I can't imagine how she feels. That's that makes me sad that she's feeling like that. So shout out to her. Shout out to Beyonce for that sickening ass, sickening ass interview. Um, with Elle. I have to finish reading it. I haven't finished it, but it was really good. And I'm excited for this damn Ivy Park release that's coming in the beginning of the year. I will be spinning up all my coin. I'm so happy she kind of revamped Ivy Park. It's it seemed like it's about to be really dope. So I'm excited to see what she bringing. Whew, child, it's congestion. I, I promise I'm about to wrap this shit up soon because the bitch, I cannot breathe. I'm trying to push through. I really, really am. I'm trying to push through this shit. Okay, so I have a main topic, right? <laughs> DM etiquette. Somebody hit me up and was like, I think you should talk about that. I'm like, you know what, sis? I think you're right. So, we're going to talk about etiquette with sliding in the bitch DM. And I got my little list right here. Did we, hold on, did we cover all the current events? 
R.I.P. Juice World, Lizzo with her booty eye, Brother Nature beat up, child, we breeze through that shit. Um, Beyonce telling you all to get off our ovaries, Santana, I think, yeah, I think we got all our current events out of the way. So, DM etiquette, sliding in somebody DMs, mm. my Twitter says, very specifically that I don't reply to DMs. That don't stop the boys from sliding in my DMs. And that don't stop me from replying if you look good. Now, I say I don't reply to DMs because I usually don't like to be bothered. Um, I feel like DM conversations just they just be pointless. Like, what the fuck do y'all want? But if you look good and I gotta look interesting, I will reply to your DMs. But let's go over some etiquette, man. Because y'all got to know the rules. You know it's rules to everything. I give you hoes the playbook. Every episode, I try to get y'all the playbook on some shit. So we gonna, I'm going to get y'all the playbook on the damn DMs, honey. And I need you niggas to take notes. Specifically, you niggas. Because I don't really... I don't know no women who slide in DMs. I have slid in a nigga DMs and been successful. But I'm talking to the niggas. Fuck that. Okay, don't come in my DM if I say not to. I specifically say on Twitter, don't come in my DM and the niggas do it anyway. So, that's that's just a given. I say don't do it, y'all gonna do it anyway. But, if you got a bitch, keep your ass out my DM. I'm not interested in no man who got a woman. And y'all niggas is bold anyway. Y'all got a pitch, like, a social media full of pictures of your lady. But y'all sliding in somebody DM, like, come on, where the hell is the respect? A bitch is going to see all them pictures. Naturally, if somebody sliding no DM, you got to look at their profile, right? And then you see all the pictures with this nigga and his family. Child, if y'all don't get the hell on, go be with your lady. You need to go work out, go work out whatever the issue is that got your ass resorting to DMs in the first place. Hell wrong with you. Niggas ain't got no type of respect. And don't, do not return to my DMs if I done told your ass no the first time. I'm not one of them girls, when I say no, I mean yes. Bitch, when I say no, I mean the fuck no. Don't come in my DMs for a second time, a third time, or a fourth time if I already told your ass that I don't want you the first time. I'll be very blunt in the DMs. I'm super blunt in the DMs because I never have to see these people again. I could block your ass and never have to worry about you a day in my life again. It's I love it. Now, I like that part. Because when a nigga try to highlight you face to face, you got to get your lies right. But in the DMs, you can just be like, nope, not interested. And be done. I don't like persistence. I don't like being chased. Um, I'm not into that. If I say I'm not interested, I'm not interested. It's usually not a whole lot that's going to change my mind. I'm just being honest. Like, ugh, I hate that. I hate, it's it's a person right now who DM me on Instagram. Goddamn every day. After I done said, Lord, that I'm not interested, I'm not interested, I'm not interested. I done beat this shit blue in the face. I'm not interested. This motherfucker come in my DMs. 
The only reason I ain't blocked his ass yet is because he's respectful. But nevertheless, I'm not interested. Stop asking to see me. Stop asking for my number. Just stop. If, like, if I wanted a nigga to have my number, he'll get it. I'm not giving out my number. Because I don't like, if I don't like to be bothered on social media, what the fuck make you think I want to be bothered, like, in my real life? Don't touch my phone. Get your ass on the phone. Like, no. I would put you on my home, girl. But I don't, I personally don't want you. For real. That's how I be feeling. That's how I be wanting to tell people, just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, I don't know. My, my DMs, my DMs really be swinging between Instagram and Twitter. They really swing hard. And I don't know. I'm just, I don't like being bothered. I think it come with old age. Um, let me see. Oh, and bitch, don't get disrespectful in my DM if I say I'm not interested. Or if I don't hit you back. I had this boy cuss me. I, Lord, he called me every name in the book because I seen his DM and I didn't reply. I just fucking didn't. Move the fuck on. Like, you don't know me from a can of paint. Why is you this damn injured by a random girl on the internet not replying to your damn messages when I say this man cussed me the fuck out? You niggas is toxic as fuck. Oh, lame asses. It's it's so easy. Just go write somebody else. What the fuck, man? He was so pressed. Like, he cussed my ass out. And I can see if you cussed me out because I got nasty or rude with you. Listen, I'm super respectful. I'm never rude to a nigga in the DM. I'm never finna, like, be on no uppity shit. Like, no. Usually when I curve niggas, it's very respectful. Like... I usually resort to my go-to lot of I got a man. But, you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm good. But in, in the sweetest, most gentle way possible. But, bitch, by me being nice about it, I think that pissed him off more. Well, I can't even say I was really nice about it because I didn't, I didn't reply at all. Like, he was one of them niggas that was just constantly in the DMs. And I I did curve him previously. Like, on some, nah, I'm good shit. And he just kept coming back, kept coming back. So, fuck it, I'm just not gonna reply. Man. Damn. Like, the cussing he put on my ass, soap and water couldn't take off. Child, I had to block him. I had to block him. Don't come in my DMs doing all that. It's easy. You could block me. Or you could just go find another bitch to harass. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Why are y'all this, like, upset when a girl don't reply to y'all? Why? Why does that anger you so bad that you got to come and cuss a bitch out? Like, why? Come on, man. You look fucking crazy. You damn sure ain't finna get the number. Now, what I'm supposed to say after that? Oh, yeah. Let, let me give you my number so we can talk this out. No, suck my dick, you toxic-ass bitch. <laughs> No, 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 no. And if you toxic in the DMs, your ass gonna be toxic in my life. Stay where the fuck you at. So, no. Don't do that. Oh, and this a big one. Oh. I don't know who told you niggas. This shit was cool. This shit was funny. It was okay. It was acceptable. But do not send me unsolicited fucking nudes to my DM. 
Like, what type of animalistic creatures are y'all that y'all send a bitch nudes to the DM just on some cool shit? Matter of fact, let's broaden it. Any nigga with my number, bitch, especially if we don't even talk like that, do not send me no unsolicited fucking nudes to my phone, even if you got my damn number. That shit is a turn off. Do not do that. I don't know who told you niggas that's a fucking turn on. It's only a turn on if I'm fucking you. Like if you somebody I'm having sex with and we got that type of relationship already. Man, I had a nigga just a couple months ago, man, just text me as meat, man. Like I woke up. Check my phone. It was a meat package right there, man. I damn near threw the fucking phone out the window. I was so aggravated. This a nigga I never fucked before. But, you know, you always get the ones that's just begging for the pussy. And I guess he thought that the dick pic would further him in the getting pussy process. And that shit was a fail. I don't talk to his ass now. It's a wrap. I hate dick pics. I hate them. Like, it is a special place in hell for dick pics. Especially dick pics that I didn't ask for. I don't want. The only time a dick pic is acceptable is when, like, I didn't had dick before. I like the dick. Like, we just got that going on. Then, okay, you can send me a dick pic. I won't be so turned off by it. I might actually welcome it. But, man, and it's even creepier when y'all send that shit through social media. Like, y'all just hit a bitch Twitter DM, and the first thing that comes to your lame-ass mind is, oh, let me pull down my pants like a picture of my dick and upload that shit to Twitter, you dumb fuck. Don't, I'm going to start putting y'all niggas in the group messages. I'm telling you, like, y'all keep sending these unsolicited dick pics to my DMs and even my texts. And I'm going to light the goddamn group messages up with fucking meat packages. I might even tweet that shit on the goddamn timeline and let my followers rate y'all ass. I'm tired. I am fucking tired. I'm tired and I'm tired and I'm more tired. I don't want to see it. That is lame as fuck. That shit is not going to get you the number. That's not going to get you the pussy. That's not going to get you shit. The fuck, this boy, I didn't even have a boy go as far as, like, take a, make a video of him jacking the fuck off and send that shit to my DMs on Snapchat. This is back when I had Snapchat. That's why I don't fuck with Snapchat. Snapchat is freaky. Snapchat brings out the fucking freak in people. I'm good on it. I don't want it. I don't need it. I ain't got no space in my life for it. Keep that shit over there. Then they get graphic with it. The nigga had done spit on his dick. And he's jacking off. Like he recorded himself jacking off until he nut. And sent that shit to my fucking Snapchat. Y'all. That was the day I deactivated Snapchat. And I never looked back. Because y'all. What the fuck. Who does shit like that? These niggas. Not all... Not all niggas lame like that, but Lord, it's some lame ass niggas out here. That shit is a turn off. Stop it. Stop.
stop doing that. I know it's some type of law against that shit. Stop it. Like, stop. I'm telling you. Stop right now. Stop doing that shit. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm about to stop putting y'all niggas on blast. If I get another dick in my inbox on any social media site, I'm putting your ass on goddamn blast. I'm posting that shit on the timeline. I'm posting that shit on all my social media platforms. I'm tired. I'm tired. A bitch is fed up. I'm tired. Y'all daddies ain't do shit like that. Who the fuck raising y'all? Y'all fucking fathers would be disappointed. You fucking dumbasses. Fuck out my DM with that fuck shit. So, is that all for my DM etiquette? Yeah, that's all I got for DM etiquette. No, no. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. How y'all feel about this shit? Y'all, y'all like getting unsolicited dick pics? Like, first off, pause. Do females send their bare-ass vaginas to niggas DM that they not fucking? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. It might be some hard-up thirsty bitches out there who do shit like that. But I ain't never, I ain't never came across them. That shit is weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. So I want to hear from y'all. We got to have open discussion. I need to know, like... I want to know from dick pic senders, why do you send your dick pics through the DMs? Unsolicited, nobody asks you for it. And what are you looking to gain out of it? So that's what I want to hear from the men's. And from the ladies, y'all can send me y'all, you know, dick pic tragedies that went on in y'all DMs and we can laugh and kiki about it. But try this all I got. I ain't got no more. This is my first day back. So, you know, shit might be a little slow today, but that's all right. Episode 20 coming, though. Hey, I'm excited for episode 20. I don't know why. I ain't got shit lined up. <laughs> I don't have shit planned. I don't have that episode written out. I have nothing. The fuck? But it's just our next milestone. It's episode 20, honey. So, I'm excited for it. I don't know why, but I am. Um, happy birthday to my nearest and dearest friends, Nino Breeze, with his shit-talking ass. Happy birthday to him. Go spam his Instagram. I think it's, I think his Instagram is the real Nino Breeze. <laughs> I think. I don't even know. That's <laughs> so sad. But, nevertheless, a happy birthday to him. Um, yeah, man, my dog's getting old. <sighs> so, yeah, that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Drop down in these comments. Let me know what y'all think about these goddamn DMs. A couple people asked me to review Queen and Slim. Honestly, I haven't seen Queen and Slim. Um, I want to see it, but I'm not, like, rushing to the theater to see it. I wanted to see it over the weekend just on some board shit. But mm, I found things to do. It, it looks like a good movie, too. It's just... I, I'm, I'm good on, like, black people suffering... Like, I don't know. We see that shit all the time. So, it's not like, ooh, this is new. And I've seen so many reviews about the movies. I practically know the movie. Like, so, yeah. I'll see it when I see it, though. I wanted to, you know, have, like, a little cute little date night or whatever. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'll try to see it over the weekend and give y'all my take on it. But, yeah, I'm sick of seeing my black people get killed. Like, 
I'm, I'm kind of over but nevertheless let me know what y'all thought of the movie and when I check it out I'll let y'all know what I think of it um y'all can still submit y'all ask drink questions on the cake dish podcast instagram y'all can hit me up on my personal instagram caked up drip out and until episode 20 I hope everybody have a good Thursday and I will see y'all girls next week adios